0: Stay tuned after this episode to listen to me on the Princess Pod.
1: This episode of the Nerdball Podcast is sponsored by Jake Paluski at Real JP Multimedia. He does the music for this podcast. He has produced this podcast. If you need anything audiovisual done, he is the man to see at realjp.com, R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Let's start the show.
2: I'm Meredith Solo, and I am with Girls Girls Media. And we are so excited because we are rolling out... We don't know if any other podcasters have ever done it. We haven't seen it. We might be the first ones. But we have turned the Girls Girls Media RSS feed into a real radio station. So look up Girls Girls Media on your favorite podcast app. Every Monday, it's Moon Monday if you want a little astrology about how your week is going to go. On Tuesday, it's uh, Toasted Tuesday. It's my podcast partner, Brittany, and I getting stoned and talking about the (laughs) royal family. So if you're into the royals and... Edibles, that might be for you. On Wednesday, we have Work Wednesday with Kara from the Attagirl Podcast. She'll be giving you like helpful tips to get ahead in your career. Thursday, it's the Girls Girls Podcast. It's just like a big slumber party with my best friend, Brittany, and I. And every Friday, it's Financial Friday with Stock Daddy, and we're talking about meme stocks, Bitcoin, Doge, all that stuff. Tune in. You never need to go anywhere else except for this podcast right here and then also mine. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the Nerd Ball Podcast. This is the Nerd Ball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher.
1: Perfect. All right. So... Meredith, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Um, we've known each other for a while. Yeah. Um,
2: Can you believe uh, it? Both podcasters now. I know. <laughs> Who are you?
1: I, I was a, a <laughs> lowly uh, car detailer for the body shop. Yeah. And you, I don't even know, did you sell cars then too? When-
2: no, no. I was the worst HR person you ever <laughs> met in your entire life. I was like out partying with salespeople. Like, why was I in HR? Why? <laughs> worst job ever.
1: Uh, so so and that was, uh, I think when I got that job, I was 20, so that was, yeah, uh, I was real young too, something like that.
2: It was a lot, we were young, I was in my 20s too, we were just kids then,
1: yeah, yeah. And and uh, and we'll definitely get to everything that that you talked about because it's interesting to me. I love podcasting, I've been doing this a little over a year, yeah, it's so much fun, and to see people I know that do it too, it's so I want to know all about that too,
0: yeah,
1: um. But we also met again, really, because once I left, we we kind of stayed in touch. I remember you, you were texting me a few times like, hey, are Come you on. still de- car, detailing cars? <laughs> Come
2: back! You were like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I really enjoyed the people I worked with. You were really with. good at was, it. Well, thank you. Yeah. It was it was fun, and I liked working there. And I still go and, and see Al every once in a while and go talk to him and Jim still. Yeah. you know. And I actually just had a car accident last winter, so I took my car there and talked to him some more. So um but it, it was fun, and then we like I said, we stay in touch and then we met again through comedy, and yeah. I didn't even know you did it until I saw like you were promoting shows and stuff, and
2: yeah, I just uh I don't know why I was doing it my my husband has started doing that now, it's really, really weird, yeah, so, so Ooh, how'd, weird how weird life I no know
1: <laughs> Kitty. how'd you get into into
2: okay being the
1: worst h r person, how'd you like transition to to be in, like... Well, it was improv and Right. And well,
2: it started with uh, with improv, I think, more than anything. Okay. Um, well, I was the worst HR person ever. It just was the worst job. I'm not a compliant person. I'm more of like a sales guy, like a car salesman. Mm-hmm. I don't like to follow the rules at all. I have a hard time telling people <laughs> no. I'm more of a yes man. Okay. So, like, a job like that just wasn't really for me. Yeah. And so... Uh, we had to let a bunch of people go, uh, because we lost our Chevrolet franchise mm-hmm. and my daughter was just born four days before this was really, really started all going South for me. Well, so so, well like,
1: that could be either way, right? Yeah, south or if they or brought north, you in they this really, direction. That yeah. job
2: started heading South. Other things started heading North. <laughs> okay. I know the exact moment it happened. <laughs> we lost our Chevy franchise. And even though there was an HR director over top of me, who was my boss, he was, fucking horrible and they were going to let him go too. So I had to go in with a four day old baby. I'm not kidding you guys. Like My boobs were leaking. My husband had to drive me to the car dealership because I wasn't even clear to drive yet. Oh my god! And they were like, "We need you to tell eighty eight people they don't have jobs." Oh
1: my god! And
2: I was like, "Why did they pick the
1: person that just had a baby?"
2: My boobs are leaking. (laughs) (laughs) I was so emotional. I bet
1: yes.
2: Every person just crying the whole time, yes, sobbing. And they were like, "This is the nicest I've ever been fired," and I'm like. So sorry. I can we just do, do
1: it a one big group? Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: can we just all come and sit down? I'll cry for you. <laughs> and I had to do that 88 times over a couple oh, days. Oh my God. And I was just like, man, fuck this place. Yeah. And so I just uh, you know, it it wasn't the dealership's fault. I mean, they didn't see it coming that we would lose all of that business. Yeah, but yeah. but one person that lost her job in that process was the marketing person. And so I had this successful like mommy blog that I was writing on and they were like, okay, well, you know how to do things on the internet. So (laughs) you're in charge of marketing now. And it was actually like a blessing in disguise at the time. I was just super resentful, right? Like, oh great. I can't have a maternity leave. And also I'm in charge of marketing, same pay. And so So, anyway, I didn't know how to do like Google pay-per-click or anything like that. And we certainly didn't have any money. We just, Like lost whole stores. And so the only thing I knew how to do was to make shit go on social media. So we were one of the first dealerships in the country doing things on social media. Like we set up a profile and it was like the dealer guy's name. And like it was just like a person profile, but it was our business because business pages didn't exist yet. And we were selling cars on Facebook, and so then I started getting booked to speak at all these conferences about wow. how we were using Facebook to recruit service technicians in a down economy. And, and when how... they and
1: when they, sorry, but and when they did, when they asked you, you're like, "Wait, I don't know as much as they think I know." Or were you like confident, like, "I"? Can oh notice. no, I
2: was pretty confident. Good, good. And I was like, "I <laughs> know, I'm pretty badass. I'm selling these cars <laughs> on Facebook. Can you guys believe it?" And so everyone was like, "How are they doing it?" And so. I really just started like developing these methods of selling cars. It was like the wild west. It, no one had done it before. Yeah. So it no one knew what they were doing. So whatever I made up that worked, everyone was like, "Well, she's the expert." And so yeah. right, <laughs> way, right oh, away
0: right away team
2: the expert. And yeah. then the owner's wife made a fatal error. She put it in my head that this could be a service that other dealerships would want. She's um, like, wow, you're so good at this. Like, I worry all the time oh. that, like, you would just leave and, like, start selling this product. And I was like, oh, do you? Because that's <laughs> something I that had never <laughs> occurred to me. Wow. But now that you're saying this out yeah. loud, uh, I think I'm going to go. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs>
1: But Man, she, like, she cast out her own person. <laughs> accidentally. But it
2: wasn't like a nice leaving. Like, if if I could go back and read, I always say this is one of my biggest regrets is how I left that company. Because I was there for a very long time. Mm. And uh, it was just one day the owner wanted me to let someone go who was a friend of mine. And, you know, worst HR person ever. I'm not going to fire yeah, my friend. Yeah,
0: sure. So... <laughs> 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 oh my
2: god! So I was like, "Oh, I got to push you back on this. He's a good guy. We're not gonna fire this dude. There's no way." And uh, he was like, there's the door. And I was like, bye. And so oh, really? It was like, I quit the job because I wouldn't perform the job. Yeah. But I left with like my little box and my plant in my box. And I was like walking through the service department. I was like, bye, everybody. Oh, my I'm gosh. so sorry. Yeah. I gotta go. More crying out of me. So, <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> so I like went home and I was like, Sean, I don't have a job. And I quit, and Sean was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you've just done this.
1: I can't and imagine. So, what, you, Yeah, yeah.
2: and I was like, I just had enough of it today. I think I'm going to do my own thing. And he's like, okay, cool. What are you going to do in the meantime to make money till you get to your own thing? So I was like, I'm going to sell cars. And you guys, I was the best damn car salesman. I was right about that the whole time. <laughs> I just made car sales. So I went and sold cars for my buddy Tony Lake out at Thayer Chevrolet. And yeah. Uh, he closed all my deals. I can't close a paper bag, but but I brought him in <laughs> wait, on wait, social wait. media.
1: What's so difficult about closing?
2: Like- I won't shut up, so like uh,
1: okay. it'll be the end okay. of the deal,
2: and I'll be like, "Your payment's four hundred fifty dollars," and then I have to keep talking instead of just sitting there and waiting wait. for them to accept. I'm like, "What do you think?" So what do you think? So what do you think about that $450? <laughs> you think that's good? You want to keep going? Should I go back into my manager's office again? He oh, yeah. <laughs> won't shut the fuck up.
1: You're like, <laughs> uh, they're down to 250 now. <laughs> <laughs> like he what said, happened?
2: He said it wasn't good. I asked him if it was good. He said it wasn't good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they did what you should have done. They said nothing and still yeah. got the. To...
2: So when we would get oh, almost man. there, I'd be like, "Tony, can you come out and talk to this guy? Oh, I think Lord. we're about there." And he'd come with me and close all my deals for me.
1: You know what that reminds me of? I don't know if you ever had to sit through a uh, a vac- What are those called? Um, like where they you you sit through this spiel about vacation homes or or. Uh, I, I forget what it's called, but you go in on this. Uh, they 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 pitch you on like, hey, let's have this timeshare. That's what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Timeshare. So we went. We that's how we got a real ch- cheap vacation uh, in Myrtle Beach. We had to sit through this timeshare. Was it blue green? It was.
2: I'm a blue green vacation are you? owner.
1: Are you really? <laughs> oh, yeah. So we we sat- go everywhere. So we sa- I got
2: suckered right in. So we
1: sat through that uh, awesome vacation for real cheap. <laughs> yeah. But we sat through it, and the woman was very good. Like, very good, where we we're like, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. Our kids were little, so so we, we were using them to be like, oh, they're crying. Or I'm pinching them to make them cry more, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, and then they brought in the closer, I guess. This, uh, this guy he immediately just turned us off. And I told the woman, I go, hey, I, I'm going to be 100% honest. We are probably going to buy it until so he came. Yeah. Because she was like new, they said. But I I said, I was like, we would have bought from you, but that guy ruined it for you.
2: Oh, well, thankfully, Tony Lake is an excellent closer. (laughs) He didn't send any of them out. In fact, he was like, I'm sorry, you have had to deal with her this whole time. But (laughs) customers loved me, and I really loved selling cars. And um, I I I friended all these people. They still come to me and ask me if they can buy a car, but I'm not doing that anymore. Because I did that for about a year. My kids were little. The hours are very, very hard. I probably would have done it forever because I made great money. And it was the first time I'd ever... Like realized what six figure income could look like for our family, um, but it really taught me about the whole sales process. And so now we do advertising for car dealerships, and I think it just makes me that much better as an advertiser because I have actually sold cars and because I've sat in the senior management side of things mm-hmm. too. So yeah, to,
1: to see what they're looking for or what they need. And yeah, and I did just see a video uh, that you posted about when you first started it because you were, you said you had a car dealership, and then... And one restaurant. Yes. Yep, those and, were my
2: first two clients.
1: Yes, yeah, so I was listening to that video and how... Well, first of all, how scary it could be to like start this new thing. You well, know.
2: I mean, I don't know if I could have done it without my husband. Mm-hmm. And I hate to be like that kind of feminist, uh, but <laughs> it would have been... I wouldn't have been... So like gung ho on the idea. I think without his income there, so yeah. it really was kind of a blessing that he had a good job. But yeah,
1: that's why I always think too. The same same for me. Like my wife, it's like, hey, if if you want to do this thing, or I mean, we have ducks in our backyard, if pet right. ducks, you know. Like she she always wa- wants me to do these things that make me happy, and, and yeah, and you know, I it, luckily it doesn't interfere with work. You know, all the stuff, even like coaching and doing this podcast and all that stuff, it doesn't interfere. But it do, it does put a. a, a it puts something on her because I'm doing more things now. Right. Like even this morning, my son had a flag football game, but I had a podcast at eight o'clock and she had to take him and, and right. deal with all that. So it it's, I, you know, I agree that the spouse doing anything new, if, if everything stayed the same, everyone's fine. But as soon as someone introduces something new or a big change, it takes a strong person to be like, yes, yeah. do what you want to do.
2: You have to have whole family buy-in. Yeah. And uh, especially as a small business owner, it, it would be impossible to not have whole family buy-in. Mm-hmm. So, um, my husband works for me now. That's right. I saw him. He's my bitch. There
1: you go. There you took the focus <laughs> right. <purpose around. Yeah. laughs>
2: well, he was just like, how come you get to do everything you want to do all the time? Yeah. And I was like, well, what do you want to do? And he was like, I mean, your job looks fun. And I was like, well, come along, man. <laughs> so
1: so is he, we do it, it together. Do you have, is it just you two?
2: No, we have nine people awesome. now. Awesome. That's I know. awesome. It's like weird because we're starting to get these HR corporate looking structures in place. And yeah. I'm like, I hate HR. Like every yeah. part of it. Like I'm like, we have to have new hire orientations. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: as much as you hate it, at least you know now yeah, how I to know do how it. I know how to do it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs>
1: That's all right that that's all right that's uh well that's why you hire, then you can hire somebody else to do it right' can yeah you I that? did
2: I did outsource that to my business coach. I was like, because I was making such bad hiring decisions because I just like everybody and I'm a yes man, so uh, I'm like, oh, you think that's that's good, okay, yeah, come here, work with me, I'll train you, and then. Ugh, why am I doing this? So yeah, you gotta that. fire people. I hate firing people. Yeah. I have like PTSD about firing anybody ever, <laughs> and so I just outsourced all that HR stuff to my business coach. So now she narrows it down to like three actually qualified people, okay. and then I get to pick who it is. And things are looking up. Like what? ever since I outsourced the whole hiring part of it, like man, I really am a bad HR person. <laughs> A- I can't even do it for myself, guys. Man,
1: thats I mean, you, and you know exactly what you want, and <laughs> you, you know exactly can't do it. know exactly what
2: I want. I can't do it, yeah. Um,
1: what, what is a business coach? I've never, I mean, I may have heard of it, but I never dove into it. What is a business
2: okay, coach? Okay, I've never met a coach I don't like. I have a business coach. I also have a fitness and nutrition coach. So uh, my business coach, she, basically when I came to her, I we were growing faster than I could handle. The mm. pandemic really blasted us off. I mean, now we're like over a million dollars in revenue a that's year. That's awesome. So that doubled our business. So all of a sudden, I had to hire people really fast. I didn't have any structure in place. I didn't know what I was doing. I was also freaking out because there was a pandemic going on. And like, am I going to lose my business? All this stuff. And so I hired Brandy, and she sits down with me for an hour every single week, and I have to be very, very honest with her, and we go through everything going on in my business. Whatever's annoying me, whatever I need help with, whatever we've got going on, and she keeps me very organized. And she also sets goals for me that I have to do that week in order to keep things moving. Because when you have this many moving parts, yeah. like it's nice to have someone who can just kind of come in, see what you got going on, and be like, all right, get this done, because Just prioritize Right, because I'm running two companies, right? Like Girls Girls Media is one company, and 424 Degrees is the car dealership advertising company. That's another company. Yeah. So uh, it's hard to have that many moving pieces, and we're doing retreats all the time at Girls Girls Media with all these women. So those, yeah. Yeah, so she'll just be like, all right, you got your next retreat coming up. Here's the steps you need to get done this week to keep things on task. So she just, like, organizes everything for us. Yeah. She's awesome. And then also she, like talks about how I need to charge people more and like helped me raise my rates and stuff like that and like get into it like she'll do research about different markets and stuff I'm going into so it just like saves me a bunch of legwork
1: yeah that, and, yes. it, and just like you said it's another person an outside person It's an outside person yeah. looking
2: in your business That's and being like. like listen this part's messed up yeah fix it this part is good this part's messed up so she just like keeps it moving along for us yeah
1: So, so is is your is that strictly a car advertising, or car dealership advertising, or do you do other advertising?
2: Oh, we do a bunch of small businesses, but I like car dealerships the most because it's what I've done since I got out of college, and I understand the industry better than any. Um, and they pay well, so there's (laughs) they have deep pockets. But uh, we, you know, we've been getting like we have a guy in North Carolina. He's a construction business coach. We do him. He's really fun. Uh, We have another guy that sells sales training down in Dallas, Texas, and so, we're kind of all over the place with our clients right now, but how do they a find, lot. How do they find you? It's all been word of mouth. is it? That's right. Yeah, great. we've yeah. been really lucky in that sense. It's all been word of mouth. We're, yeah. We always joke we're the marketing company that never markets. <laughs> you don't so. market yourself? Yeah. I don't have time for HR or marketing. Well, that is the best marketing, <laughs> yeah. though. You
1: do a good job, other people will yeah. talk
2: about you. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. you got to do is like find some rich people, do a good job for them, and then they tell the <laughs> other rich people about you. Like that, literally, like this is the That's... secret to life that nobody's telling you. <laughs> (laughs) find a few rich dudes hook up with them they'll tell their friends like that's it that's all it is that's the secret of life that's it guys that's it (laughs) if you and also money is fun and don't let people tell you any different you are happier if you make more money Go find some rich people to help you with your happiness. Yeah, there, That's it. There was a, so, somebody had a joke that said
1: uh, money can't buy happiness, but he's like, I've never seen anybody frowning on a ski douche.
2: So. No, never. <laughs> like, you can find some happiness with some money. Yeah. <laughs> I've been broke, and I've had money, and I'll tell you which one's more fun. <laughs> it ain't broke.
1: <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> It's true. Uh, have you found, because the, the car market has has been crazy, have you found an uptick in business because of that? Because it's been so insane for a year? Yeah.
2: We just signed uh, six... we Well, we haven't. The ink isn't dry. I don't want to curse my deal here. Yeah. But we're about to sign up a bunch of dealerships down in Texas. Oh. Same thing. I mean, we're just like expanding our reach all over the yeah. place. Because the messaging is just completely different because there's a car shortage right now. So... And a lot of dealerships, almost all of the dealerships that we work with are charging well over MSRP on a new car, which is just unheard of. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it in 20 years. But the automotive market right now is like the real estate market, like where things are just, you're paying more for a new car. You're yeah. paying more for a house right now, just because there's a lack of inventory. So the messaging right now is just really big on, we want to buy your used car. We'll give you more than anything for it. And a Big push on selling used cars because there's just not any new cars out there.
1: I know my friend, me and my friend bought a, this, basically the same exact truck, a 2020 Silverado uh, crew cab, and he had it for <clears throat> maybe not even a year, sold it because it's so, they are looking for a used, especially trucks, you're yeah. looking for used cars, and then bought a brand new one and, and still made money on it.
2: I bet he did. I was
1: like, that's insane. insane. It, it makes me want to, try, but I'm so nervous It's about. so <laughs> insane.
2: Everyone's like, should I buy a car right now? And I'm like, no. What <laughs> Meantime, I'm trying to sell cars to yeah. people online every day. But in real life, I'm like, that was not the time. You wait. Yeah. You wait for these microchips. I don't know. There's like you all wait these, for these rumors. <laughs> I'm driving a theater right now and yeah. I'm like, ah, I just gotta get to the microchips. Yeah. But but there's like all these rumors going around too, and I don't know if they're true or not, but that Ford and GM are crushing cars. Now we have clients we work with dealerships up in Detroit. And uh, all the Detroit guys are talking about how they're crushing these cars. So they, there's there. If you drive by Ford's plant, I drive by it every week. There's a bunch of just lots and lots and lots of cars. They're just yeah. sitting there waiting for these microchips. And now those cars are not there. Oh, really? Did they crush all those cars?
1: Like, like literally crush them? Literally and get...
2: crush them? Wow. That's what everyone thinks they're doing. That's just, no <laughs> one knows for sure, but all of us car people think they're crushing all of these 21 cars that they made at the factories that never got microchipped
1: that's insane because what
2: because nobody what nobody wants a 21 when they can have a 22 right yeah so what are they yeah. gonna do with them
1: wow i, I know what I've seen, a I, waste i've seen pictures of pictures of these giant like old airfields just full of cars or something because yeah. they're you know, like what do what do you do with all those old cars
2: they're crashing on that's crazy that's so crazy yeah I'm like man I don't care if the radio works or whatever that thing does give me one don't (laughs) drive around with my little bluetooth speaker
1: I'm assuming (laughs) it does a little more than move your radio around (laughs) I don't
2: make them I just sell them
1: oh Oh, wow yeah that's so the uh so like i said the car industry is going crazy i have some friends there i was lucky to sell my old truck and buy a new one before all that happened right Uh, it was just starting where i um it was hard to find it but they found it eventually which which i was glad they did but i can't imagine like being being those car makers and then being the people trying to sell them because yeah. it's it's it, that's where you guys where you come in trying to market and trying to advertise to get these cars out of here.
2: Oh yeah, people aren't happy about these packs over invoice that are on these cars because they're yeah. five to ten thousand dollars a car. I mean, a Kia K five is going to be five thousand dollars over invoice right that's so now. Crazy. Everywhere across the board. And are
1: people still buying cars? Like, yes. Are they?
2: Yes. They're still buying cars. Yeah. So I'm like, "Oh, thank you. I've been pooping my yeah, pants they- the whole pandemic about it. They're still buying." Yeah. <laughs> We're still signing up new dealers all the time. That's thank great. God. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, you're ba- you're expanding west with your business. Yep. Uh, and growing that, the the what was it? 4 424 four four 20- four
2: degrees, okay. yep.
1: And uh, and now you have Girls 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 Media, which yep. I feel like uh, just following you on social media, it, it almost feels like it happened overnight. Like I was like, oh, she has five podcasts on this network now. Like I
2: did just do that overnight.
1: So, so how did that start? How did you? Obviously, it was with one podcast. I'm assuming yes. that you started, and then you're like, hey, let's make this, let's grow this thing.
2: Brittany is my very best friend. She's from Swanton, Ohio, just like me. We grew up in this little tiny town, but she's a year younger than me. And so we really didn't become friends until later in life. Like, we were, we were like the dorky, like, horse girls in high school musicals <laughs> together, right? Like, that's who we were. Yeah. Like, And so I knew her from being in musicals. And then later in life, she started this blog, and it was, like, taking off. And I was like, man, I want to be a blogger <laughs> instead of HR. And so she was like, I'll teach you how to do it, but you have to do everything I tell you. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> And I did. And then my blog took off. And I was like, man, this girl's smart.
1: What was your blog about?
2: Um, I just talked about anything. And okay. so I really talked a lot. Like, if you try to find it, you won't. I've deleted it all. <laughs> I don't think my kids wanted me to talk about them in hindsight. So yeah. I saw mommy blog and stuff. Okay. Um, but anyway, I've I since like then we were like, okay, blogging's dead. So we did a lot of blog stuff together. And then we were like, let's try a podcast. So in 2012, we started our first podcast. Let that one go. Started another one later that year. Had that for a couple years. Let it go again, and then in two, because I was starting four hundred twenty-four degrees, so mm-hmm. I was like, we're not gonna do that. Then we started this one in two thousand sixteen, Girls Girls Podcast, and it has just taken off. We have like sixty thousand downloads a week. That's awesome. It's bananas, yeah. and like we make money on it. My husband used to joke like, oh, mm-hmm. podcasting's your expensive hobby, and now I'm like, what? <laughs> Podcasting just paid the house payment. <laughs>
1: So, now now how is so it So we
2: like figured out how to monetize it and make yeah. it into something and so now that we've got that the algorithm down and we understand how to launch shows and we have an agent that we work with That's great. It's just like really like opening a lot of podcasting doors for us and um so we always want to try new things and so we decided we would try to make our podcast RSS feed into a radio station yeah, essentially because I mean, if you look at it from an advertising perspective, like we're just trying to take every user's time, all of it, like (laughs) as if we're Facebook and we don't want you to leave our app ever, right? Like we're like, just stay on this one podcast every single day of the week. You don't need to go anywhere else and spend all your money with us. Thanks. Bye. So, (laughs) I mean, that's kind of like where we're going with it, but it really is fun. We have a great community of women, um, in this Facebook group with us and, and we talk to them all the time and they're like our biggest cheerleaders we call them our super fans and our super fans have just really helped us like grow these shows over the years so mm-hmm. every time we're like okay a new show's dropping can you guys share it they they like all share it for us yeah. and everything get yeah. the word out there so it's been great. We love it. We're so thankful for all of our fans too.
1: Did you bring on these shows? Were they existing podcasts, or did you create them?
2: No, we create them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, okay. we just created them.
1: And and it's just people that that obviously people that you know. And is it their ideas? You're like, hey guys, I have this idea. I think you'd be good at.
2: Well, Brittany and I come up with all the ideas, and then we try people out. So like, Tara oh, okay. on the Add Girl podcast. Originally, that was me doing, you know, motivational things, how to start your own small business, how to do all of that, right. And then I was like, I'm tired of this. So we started bringing Kara on and she did really good. And then we just gave her the show. So yeah. that seems to be like how we do it. We like try people out that we think would be a good fit. And yeah. then we just give them the show and let them take that over. Nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, those, that first podcast that you started in 2012, what was that?
2: Um, three martinis in. It was me, Brittany, and our gay bestie, Casey. And the whole premise was we're going to get drunk and just say whatever we want. <laughs> It worked out all right, but sometimes yeah. we got too drunk to hit record. And so there <laughs> no, wasn't like a show on? every single time.
1: <laughs> oh, my sometimes
2: God. It was just a hangover. So that was. <laughs> 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 so that didn't really work. And so Ooh. then we were like, we got to get rid of Casey. He's getting us way too wasted. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Casey, we love you if you're oh listening. My. But so then we just did her and I, and our friend. Matt Kalbreath, uh Shaggy Matt from the radio station, mm-hmm. uh, W13, I don't know, WSPD, whatever it is here locally. So he was like the producer of the radio station and like a DJ. And he was like, girls, come down here and I'll record it at the 92.5 studio. So we had like the most professional awesome. sounding podcast yeah. ever for that second one. But then my business just took off and yeah. I quit my job and went through all that stuff. So I was like, I can't sell cars and have a podcast, too. So we just <laughs> let it go. And then we picked it back up, but those first two ones we never figured out how to make money on them. And oh. then this one we were very intentional. We were like, "Listen, if we're going to do this, it's going to be a stream of income for us. We have to figure out how to get the revenue." Now, Brittany's a New York Times bestseller. We both had already huge online audiences because yeah. of our podcast, because of our blogs. So, uh it, it's easy to get a big podcast audience if you already have the social media following. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that's why celebrities yeah. do it. I mean, yeah, it, immediate, of cor- immediately they're going to it's get so it.
2: lucrative if yeah. you can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to you want me to tell you how to monetize your podcast please okay (laughs) for anyone listening i tell everybody this because nobody tells you this stuff so 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 i'm like man you guys gotta know
1: let let me tell you so okay so i I love podcasting that and i've told my wife like i'm gonna do this and it'd be awesome to make money you know i've i've had some sponsors uh people i know that hey here you know i i I, help me buy equipment so i was like hey here's if you guys can give me a hundred bucks, I want to buy this specific piece of equipment. It's just fam- uh, family friends I know that yeah. it's a Big Daddy Graphics uh, clothing company here in Perrysburg. Okay, so I mean I had a couple sponsors. The, the woman who made my logo cut me a deal to be a sponsor too. So some of that stuff. Um, but for me right now I'm like hey let's get these downloads going. Let's um uh, let's grow the people that I, that I know listen. Like let's keep that because I'll keep them happy and may- and he- they share it and everything. So I'm slowly working my way and I know it's not an overnight thing. And maybe you'll tell me otherwise. But for me for me this is uh this is just fun and if I can make money that'd be even better because yeah. it's not a job right now.
2: Right. It's consistency. I yes. mean, that's really what it yeah. is. Um we uh I can go on and on about personal branding and how to grow your social media following. That's the most important thing if you want to grow your podcast following, is mm-hmm. just to tell people on social media to listen to your podcast. Yeah. Um, but we we didn't have an ad for like a year, and then we found this company Advertise and they're excellent, and I highly recommend them. And so if you guys are at the point of five thousand, if you're listening to this and you have your own podcast, if you have five thousand downloads a week or more. You can get advertising on that podcast. That's the cutoff number, and it's pretty standard across the industry. But AdvertiseCast will work with you at 5,000 downloads or more, and they just keep 30% for booking all of your ads, which is also industry standard in any sort of marketing realm is that the agency would keep 30%. I don't care. 30%, they can have it to go sell all these ads for us. So. So and then it's just based on like, you know, uh, how many listens you have after that is how much each commercial is worth. But they book like four commercials every show for us. Oh, really? Yeah. They just tell us like, here's the stuff. And then we have a deal with them that any product that they want us to promote, we also have to try the product.
1: Okay, yeah. So like that seems right.
2: Yeah. When sleep number bed (laughs) was like we want to advertise on the show. Yeah. We were like, we both need a bed. And they gave us a bed. That's it's awesome. the best podcast prize I've ever had, yeah. ever. is <laughs> the sleep number bed. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just opened a lot of doors. But find an agent, man. I, I'm telling you, grow your social media following a little bit.
1: That's one thing I got to get better yeah. at. Yeah. I,
2: friend everybody. I, there's not a, there's like the weirdo from gym class in high school. Who cares? Friend <laughs> him. He might love your podcast. Like, just do it. So I, there's my following is like car salesmen and a bunch of moms. Yeah. I don't care; they all like the podcast. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it works out.
1: Well, I always like when someone comes up to me and goes, "Hey, I listened to this episode." Or who yeah. do you, who who are you having on this week? Then it it's like, oh man, they're it looking gets, forward to
2: it. Keeps going, yeah. keeps yes. you going, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's you know being consistent, which is is something that uh, fell off in the summer just because I get so busy with kids yep. and football and stuff. Uh, but even now, during the season, I made a point, like, hey, I, I got to put two out a week. Every yep. Monday, every Thursday, these things are going out. People yep. can listen. And it's slowly getting bigger. It's not Yeah, it's, every week so, it'll
2: grow and grow a little yeah. more. Um, the other thing is to understand podcast charts. I don't know if you've looked up Chartable. It's chartable.com. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. And see how you're charting, because then that just tells other people to find... It helps other people find your shows. So the way that the charts are determined, it's based on... You know, how many downloads or subscribers do you have every week? And then also, how many reviews do you have? So Mm -hmm. at the end of every podcast, always ask for the review. If you guys are listening right now, give Lorenzo a review, man. He (laughs) wants to chart so his (laughs) show can grow. So we tell people, honestly, we're like, we need your reviews to help the show grow. And they're like, okay. And then they do it.
1: Yeah. 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 I've seen some people, uh, some podcasts I I listen to where they're, where they, Like, hey, if you review us, we'll put your name in a drawing for whatever, you know, like give them incentive to do that kind of stuff too.
2: And then Facebook groups are huge. You can grow a Facebook group the same way with an incentive. So like we have this one Facebook group, Brittany's Always Hungry, and uh, it's just food related. It's all foodies because she's a food blogger. Okay. So in that Facebook group, though, we're getting ready to do a growth in there. We're ready for the growth. Uh, Because she's going to launch this little cooking show on YouTube, so we need that group to grow to promote the cooking show. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to give away a KitchenAid mixer, and to get entered in, you have to add five people into the group and then say that you're done, and that will enter you. And you can grow a group thousands of people overnight doing something like that. Just real simple, three hundred bucks KitchenAid. Yeah, I say it's not even that expensive. Worth it.
1: Well, people, I mean, people like gifts. Nifty gifties. Yeah, Everyone loves that kind they of stuff. Love that giveaways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Facebook
2: yeah. groups. And it's the only place on, on the internet I can think of is a Facebook group is the only place where no one else can advertise their stuff inside of your Facebook oh, group. Oh, yeah. It's the yeah. only place without advertisements. I didn't so even think about that. So you're the advertisement yeah. now. It's only about you. Yeah, yeah
1: all that's, that's the the worst part, and that's probably the part I need most, is doing social media. Yeah. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, I got to get this podcast ready to go. I'll put it out tomorrow, and then... I got a podcast, or I got a social media about it, and yep. I'll do it the next day when it goes out. I'll, I got you know uh, Instagram and, and all yeah. the yep, all the stuff. I used to do these little cutouts where they, it's just audio. It has my logo on it, and it it's, it has a. Uh, subtitles but it's just like a little snippet of the art of the like a waveform yeah yeah so I but those those take time too. They
2: take forever to make <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so
1: it's just it's just putting in for me putting in more effort but this is the part I like like I like doing. Yeah. I'd rather just do this yeah I even I even don't like messing with this stuff but I have to because it's just me so. yeah I
2: hate it I got rid of all that stuff I used to be the show's producer yeah and now I outsource all that stuff because yeah. I only like this part of it too yeah you'll yeah. get there I
1: do I do I do enjoy the editing I like editing you do um, yeah I Like listening to it, um my brother-in-law Jake Paluski helps. uh, He gave he gives me all the music whenever I. It's awesome whenever I need like a new something. I go, hey, can I can you give me some ad music? And then we'll just send something over. So I got and he helped me set everything up. I got a lot of helpers, a lot of people willing to willing to do things for me. So I'm just trying to yeah trying to get it there.
2: You got it there. Yeah, this is it. I mean, you you got like quite the setup. Thank you. I thought we were going to do this on Zoom and. And I was late today because of it. And like, no, no. He's got a whole studio, guys. Don't let him fool you. He's he's got the setup.
1: I'm moving I'm moving up too. I used to be in the garage because I I didn't it was during COVID and yeah. I didn't think it was fair to make my kids like have to be quiet. Yeah. You know, for two hours. She was a little kid. This is their house, you know. Right. But now we come in the basement and sometimes it's gymni- gymnastics day and it's right they're right above us, so there's yeah. pounding and stuff. But I can't tell my kids to not be kids. Yeah.
0: You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: I think that's important. Yep. So Did you make it a point to be like when you started the Girls Girls Media, like this is only going to be women?
2: Yes. Okay, good. It was very intentional. Good. uh, Because I don't, I mean, even though I talk like a dude, I don't really know how to relate to you guys very well. (laughs) Uh, So we wanted it to just be women. uh, But we've, we've, the Stock Daddy thing that's coming out on Friday is going to be the first show for it. This is a great day to be here promoting this. But uh, that's Brittany's husband. It's the first time a guy is ever going to be on this podcast besides my boyfriend Steve Taylor who owns the Taylor Automotive <laughs> Group. he's He's been on the podcast yeah, before. Yeah. Uh, but that's just because uh, he wrote a book about car dealership tips and the car dealership world is just so crazy right now. So we thought it would just be value added to have him come talk to these women about how yeah. to buy cars right now. But yeah.
1: Well, and those guys you have on, are it's not like they're strangers. They're people you no, know. No, they're
2: people we know really yeah. well. They're yeah. people we know really well. Yeah, yeah.
1: So that, that makes it a little easier to have them on. Yep. Uh, so can you go – I know you said at the beginning what these podcasts are, but i like a little bit more info on what exactly – or or I guess when you – how do you come up with these ideas? Like the one where you have edibles and you talk about –
2: Well, that, okay. So that actually spun because I'm obsessed with aliens. Uh, there's a podcast out there in the podcast sphere called Edible Encounters. You guys go find it. There's about 10 shows. And it's me and my friend Rachel just I do remember that one. I stoned out picture. of our minds. <laughs> Stone just hit and record and just talking about alien stories to each other because we're both obsessed with aliens. My dad had an alien encounter and it oh, really affected our whole life. Oh, and so, anyway.
1: well, don't gloss over that. we we'll have to check that out
2: in college. Uh, he was coming home from a party. And every time he would stop, the UFO behind him would stop. And it was in the country, eight, Ohio, oh, just like God. country roads man.. Yeah. And then every time he would go, the UFO behind him would go, and every and like he did this all the way home. Terrified. I mean, it terrified him. He still talks about it to this day. And he knows people think he's wacky. He was like the high school principal of our high school. So he could not tell people the story. They think he was wacky. So, like, we had to only know this story at home and swear we would never tell anybody. But he would always just be like so intense about it. There's no way this didn't happen. Because my dad is like church guy yeah. principal by the rules like very strict and then every once in a while he would have a couple beers and be like aliens are real
1: <laughs> and you're like wait a minute the, the, the this has not fit ti-
2: the profile uh, at all the dad. first time
1: that happened you're probably like what, what oh, my happened? mom
2: would be like oh your dad was probably just drunk and it was the moon
0: <laughs> the moon that's
2: <laughs> so my mom says every time he gets so bent out of shape at her every time she says oh, my god," <laughs> he's like Charlotte they're real the aliens are real so I've been like deep dive in aliens my yeah. whole life and it's like made me this person who's like what is the meaning of life like mm-hmm. very deep in it What's all bigger? of it yeah. yeah i have a theory uh that aliens are actually angels from god <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay sometimes okay. they
2: come here and they help us uh-huh. and they give us things and then when we die we just get reincarnated again but we're all like aliens from god and they live in outer space for sure. It's a whole thing. If you look up the biblical description of an angel, it looks terrifying like an alien. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, look it up sometimes. They're not like fluffy little cherub angels. Yeah. They're terrifying aliens in the Bible. <laughs> it's all there for you to read.
1: So, so you're, <laughs> it's plain English. You can it's see like, it.
2: we just call them aliens. They're really angels. Uh, so. so
1: that, that, like you said, so as your dad's encounter kind of, Morphed yeah. into this.
2: Yeah. Okay. And so my friend Rachel, she's also obsessed with them and so we would just get stoned. But then that spun into, you know, Brittany being like, Okay, I don't ever want to talk about aliens with you, but can we do that same concept and talk about the royal family? And I'm like oh, okay. absolutely so uh that's what we're gonna do instead so, of aliens.
1: So why didn't she want to – she just didn't want to do it or she was like, well, you freaked me out our audience a bit. for
2: Aliens was freaking me out a little bit <laughs> okay. too. It oh, was a new okay. audience that okay. we never had before. And they, uh, they had a lot of requests for different alien stories. They were mainly dudes, mainly dudes, mm-hmm. and mainly dudes that were like very weird dudes. It's <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. It was just an audience that we weren't used to uh-huh. or – Knew how to work with very well. So we were like, let's do something like the same concept, but like something more like girls would like it more. So we were like royal family. Oh, nice. And, and being California sober is very trendy right now with the women. California I don't, sober? That's what we call it. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> None okay, of us it. are really
2: drinking alcohol anymore because we're all getting old. We can't handle the hangover. Okay. But almost... Every girlfriend of mine right now is just plowing through edibles. Like, all of us just go up to Michigan and get them. Come back home. I'm like, I am never going to be employable again. Like, only self-employable from now on. I've really, like, dove into that lifestyle. Yeah. Just wake up, like, so refreshed. You're like, okay, cool. No hangover.
1: Yeah. And it's... it's like you said, you're gonna be unemployable, but it doesn't matter. You're your own boss I'm now. my
2: own boss. I yeah. don't care. Plus,
1: you don't like to fire people, so you're not gonna fire yourself. No, ever. and
2: you should see how creative my work is when I'm stoned. You guys, you oh, would I'm love sure. it. You I'm have just... no idea half the shit I make is stoned. <laughs> They're like, that's the most beautiful graphic I've ever seen.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Would you like me to tell you how I did it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Come up with so many good ideas when I'm high too. Like, oh, this, this is good.
1: Sometimes your husband be like, "Do you think this is good?" But it's it's horrible right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till tomorrow morning. He's
2: high too. He's oh, like, yeah, that's great. That's great.
1: <laughs> Why does this angel look like an alien?
2: <laughs> Listen, we've worked oh, out all of gosh. life's mysteries. Stoned.
1: <laughs> hey, as long as you get it figured yeah. out. And
2: then yeah. stock, daddy, that new show is because um, it just happened because Andy and I, Brittany's husband, have been buying all this AMC stock up. Yeah, and like that's fun to make money in that way. So
1: it's it's also I I have uh, just a little bit of money into that kind of I also bought AMC. Yeah. Um but it's it's fun and it's also like terrifying sometimes. And I don't even have that much money in I don't it. have a
2: terrifying <laughs> amount in there. No. So I'm not I have I like, don't either, but it's so terrifying. I have terrifying. Like 89 shares of AMC. <laughs> so like it's really like not a big deal, but yeah. every once in a while it's fun to do that math. Like if this really is $500 a share, how much is it? If it gets to $5,000 a share, <laughs> And then, you know, my brain is like, what if it gets to $100,000? And I'm like, AMC millionaire. Does it ever go the other way, though? (laughs) Ever? No, not in my brain. (laughs) And the math only goes up.
1: Well, I guess when you don't have very much in it anyway. No, it doesn't matter. It's just
2: more fun than anything. And then I have a little bit of GameStop and some Dogecoin. That's all I got. Yeah,
1: I have Dogecoin too, and that market. I think that's done. Pretty, yeah. yeah, I was I like, man, I should have sold when I could have made uh, a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I think that's a, I should have sold it and put it in AMC.
1: <laughs> I'm still waiting, just because I'm so negative. Whenever I open my my account, I'm like, uh, eventually AMC is just going to be garbage too. I should probably sell that also.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, what are you talking about? Everybody, hold on! He has diamond hands. No,
1: I understand that. Hold on I,
2: for dear life! I don't know what this guy's talking. <laughs> and about. I have,
1: and I have held on. It's just my my neg- like. It's like as soon as I bought it, that's when it's gonna go down because I bought it. Oh know? yeah, oh yeah. That's true. <laughs> I learned and I just from other podcasts too, like all the all the slang too, like you talking about diamond hands and all that <laughs> stuff. All I the rocket all ships. It. I'm like, I'm just
2: a crayon-eating ape over here. <laughs> <laughs> I follow all these dudes on Twitter. Yeah. Oh or, yeah. Trace <laughs> traits, he's my favorite one. Follow Trace him. trades. Trace trades. T R E Y trades. Oh, okay. He's really yeah. nice. He's yeah. just like genuine. He has a cat. He's so sweet. <laughs> yeah,
1: the, the <laughs> distinguishing fact: He has a cat. Okay, yeah. So there's I don't even like control. cats,
2: but the way he loves this cat, you're like, you're a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you single, Trey? Uh. <laughs> oh. oh.
1: So are you? Do you think you're? So, you have? A radio station and podcast. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Are you done like no. with shows or you're just always no. coming up with more shows? No.
2: No no no. We're never done. So you have more. Uh, we Not have to... goals in mind that are very lofty. Like uh Two Dope Queens is one of our favorite podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um they're comedians. They're really funny. Yeah. Brittany and I are laugh a minute like that too. And But they had a stand-up quality to them. You probably know who they are. Yes, I do. Um, They got an HBO special. Like, I mean, that's the kind of dreams that we have.
1: Yeah,
2: is TV. We have TV dreams. I would love to tour.
1: I think that'd be fun. Yeah, that would
2: would be so cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we just want to have a podcast big enough that a TV (laughs) station (laughs) picks. Just, just, oh, At this walk.
1: point, you're going to make your own TV station. The <laughs> like, guys were on TV.
2: Listen, the secret is if you tell people you're a big deal, they'll just believe you, and then you are a big deal, and you're like, okay, cool. I guess, <laughs> I, guess I manifested that.
1: <laughs> well, you, you just got to have confidence, right? Yeah. yeah confidence like, in yourself. No one else.
2: Have confidence of a middle aged white guy. Just, that's <laughs> how you approach life every day. <laughs>
1: nothing's, gonna stand, nothing's nothing, gonna stand in your way nothing's gonna stand in your way they do what you know? they
2: want every day yeah yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> they storm capitals they don't care <laughs> they don't care yeah. they do what they want yeah. they don't
2: they're like this isn't even the real president they just say what they want they do what they want this is the kind of confidence i'm here for <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah today uh, you know what i'm gonna say i'm I have my own tour we're on tour yeah <laughs> i'm go. going
2: on tour in a year i'm just putting go. it in the universe See?
1: <laughs> <laughs> i i i enjoy like hearing about like um my favorite murder hearing about their oh their yeah, tours they're and awesome stuff. Man. Like,
2: they're so cool,
1: like it'd be fun to do that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. then she was able to bring her husband along in the in the the fold the and fold. everything you that's know? the
2: goal man I, that's the goal is to have everyone working together, so yeah. right now. Sean already works with me, and we're trying to get Brittany's husband, Andy, off and working with us, too. So that oh, nice. It just makes it easier when people don't have like a place to clock in.
1: <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does.
2: You can really make bigger plans when you don't have to worry about that. So.
1: I, I asked my wife, I go, how much money do I have to make from the podcast in order to quit my job? She goes, whatever you make. I go, I just got a big raise. She goes, well, now that's that number. <laughs> I said, okay, number. I get it. I've been trying to her. We. I've been trying to get her to podcast with me. It's not. It's not her jam. She doesn't like it as much. We. We started one. I think maybe we had like a dozen episodes. I think it was called the Coach's Life, and we talk about me coaching and then like how it affected her and like what she did and stuff during those times. So and she did a good job, and we just had little lapel mics. It was on my phone. It was. It was good. Um, But I'm trying to get her to. She did one of these episodes with her sister, which was cool. Okay. Uh, I found out a lot of stuff about that I didn't know, which (laughs) is interesting. That's fun. But we also, I also have an idea, uh, and I'll put it out there. It's on my podcast. So no one can steal it, and I'm sure it's out there already. But she, I have all these things I do, all these hobbies, this podcasting, coaching, mentoring students, all this stuff. And and she's, she always says her hobbies are kids. I go, this, no, I said your hobby can't be your children. Yeah. I go, that's not a hobby. You're a mother. That's being a mother. So I want to do a podcast with her. and She seems pretty into it. I don't know what's going to be called, but something like "Find Me a Hobby." Okay, where she does things that people say hey you should try this yeah she tries it for a couple weeks and i love this yeah
2: there's she's this podcast is gonna explode i'm telling you yeah we have a whole retreat coming up called the passions retreat for this reason because women do not have hobbies yes you're right and so we're bringing there's tickets still for sale a little plug Uh, but we're bringing in all of these things for women to try to figure out like what so we have like this badass martial artist woman coming in that owns her own gym and like just different things because like we don't have like outlets. Mm-hmm. All we do is work and clean up after dinner yeah. until the day we die.
0: <laughs> You're right. You're right.
2: Work, clean yeah. up the dinner mess, work. Clean. <laughs> and then we die. I
1: just I want her because I'm so happy when I'm doing these things and and she's happy watching me do things. Mm-hmm. You know, she we talk about it all the time, but I want her to be like, "Hey, This Saturday and every Saturday from here on out, I'm doing X, Y, or Z because that's what I want to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: And I think she should be able to, especially after football season, okay, go crazy, especially in the winter. Let's find, the, do you like to knit? Do you want to take Tybo? bow? Do you want to ride bike? Do you want to? So I'm hoping this Oh my this gosh, I think podcast, that's
2: so right? fun. Yeah, I'm
1: hoping this turns into, not only is it a cool thing, a cool podcast that we can share, but it also helps her find something she likes to do.
2: Yeah. You know? so. And the show art makes itself. It's just a picture of her doing whatever she's doing that week. <laughs> Another problem solved.
1: <salt>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's that'll be I'm, good. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping, and, and like I said, she's she's very open to it. I even said like maybe we can have someone who who does that thing either professionally or as their hobby, then they can talk about it too. Yeah, either before or after she does it, and try it's to sell her on literally. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there I'm hoping I'm hoping that she uh she we can find something there. So there you go. <laughs> more importantly, just for her. Not, yes, this podcast is more for me. So
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if the podcast takes off, though, win 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 sure. for everybody.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can buy all these hobbies. Look at all these hobbies you can try. We got
2: hobbies hobbies coming out of our ears. Yeah.
1: So uh, of everything you do, all the podcasts, advertising, all that stuff, what's your favorite thing to do?
2: Oh, I want to sell 424 degrees one day. That is not my favorite thing to do. Okay. Uh, Podcasting is definitely my favorite thing to do. It is very fun. I, I think that... I, like, always thought I was supposed to be famous. I just had it in me my whole mm-hmm. life. I was like, I am meant for more than these chumps. <laughs>
1: that's my daughter. <laughs> that's my six-year-old daughter, yeah.
2: I just wanted to be a country music singer when I grew up. Like, I've had a million ideas about how I would get famous. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like, as an adult, maybe this is the one that's going to make it work out. So I just want to focus on this, okay. really. But, but I have this annoying real job over here that I have to do sometimes still. Yeah. Yeah
1: well that that's and and that's a good thing too, right to have this hey let's do this thing, make money while this thing gets off the ground yeah
2: well, well, we're yeah. developing a software at four hundred twenty four degrees, and I think that'll be the ticket out. You should never start a company you don't want to eventually sell someday. <laughs> that's how you make a, the real yeah. money it's true though yeah. i mean yeah. don't watch the ship go down sell it on the way up and so <laughs> so we're uh, developing a software because it is impossible to be at every single car dealership in the country because mm-hmm. they're on every single corner right so yeah. there's just so many of them so we're going to develop a marketing software to help people put out better ads at their car dealership that don't look like a bunch of stock photos so that's what we're developing now but yeah once we do that i'm hoping i can sell that to like a cars.com or something and call it a day
1: do you have do you has anybody ever expressed interest like hey what do you got going on here this company yes
2: uh general motors oh nice mm-hmm.
1: that's gonna feel so good too i
2: know because they are talking about making us a um preferred oem uh, oh. vendor
1: wow That'd
2: be sell it big, then you sell time. it yeah big
1: time there <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that you know all your work, all the hard work that you and your and your family and, and putting into this thing that that's what makes it feel like yeah. all right. Even if it let's say even if it didn't happen right when you thought it was going to, but it was, hey, someone expressed interest. We're doing something we're supposed yeah. to be doing right. We're yeah. doing it right.
2: Nothing ever happens when you think it's supposed yeah, to happen right. That's true. It always that's takes true. way longer. Well, I have a theory. You either think you. You think that you can do more in five months than you actually can. Like I'm like, in the next five months, we can definitely get this oh, thing. Oh yeah. But you think you can do less in five years than you actually can. If I ask you, like, what do you what do you want to do in five years? You'll tell me way less than you could yeah. actually accomplish. But if I ask you, what do you want to do in five months? You'll tell me way more. At least that's my.
1: No, I that theory. I totally get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Like having confidence in yourself. Yeah. Like... We
2: undervalue how long things will take and also how much we can do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's very true I think just in general People are just like I can't do that Or I don't want to do that Or I don't have time to do that Yeah And it's just It's just starting it That's what this Even podcasts Like we'll just do it And then yeah. And keep doing it And see what happens
2: Well a question I get asked a lot And it is because I'm a woman I'm a mom I'm a wife mm-hmm. And it comes from other women Which I hate The guys don't ask me this But the women are always like How do you do it all Yeah And then I'm like I just put it on my calendar Mm-hmm. That's it. Like literally, that's it. You just have to schedule the time to do whatever you want to do. So, yeah. like this morning, this was on the calendar, right? So, like you yeah. just put the shit on the calendar.
1: And it and it forces you to, yeah. to do it. I put you have everything to. on the
2: calendar. I put family time on the calendar. Everything yeah. goes on that calendar. I live and die by it. Yeah. Yep.
1: That's a good that's a good idea. Is it something yeah. physical too, or is it on your phone?
2: I just do it like right on my phone. Okay. Inside right. my Gmail, Google Calendar. Thing. I like having
1: we have a calendar in our fridge, yeah. and I like putting stuff on yeah. there. Just I think it's so everybody can see it.
2: Yeah, I tried to do the planner thing for many years. Like all these women have like the cutest planners, like washi tape and like different color markers. <laughs> yeah, mine is never that. My planner, I get one every year still, but it's just notes from the day. So like whoever I saw that day, it's all the notes of stuff I have to do. That's what my planner looks like, and then the schedules on the calendar. Yeah, shared with everybody. Yep. Um,
1: b- before we end this, I do want to go back to comedy. Um. There was one thing I, I remember, and um, I, I, I really enjoyed doing stand-up comedy. It was yeah, something Yeah,
2: I am I too stressed it. out by it. Really? I'm glad you like it. Can we talk about this? Yes, yeah. I wish I could be better at it, but I get out of a whole five-minute thing, and I get up there, and I just bomb it every time. <laughs> well, How are you so good
0: at it? So,
1: Well, first of all, thank you. Um, I, I'm always nervous about it. Like yeah. I'm going to do horrible, uh, but as soon as I go up there, it goes away. Yeah. Um as soon as I start talking, it goes away. Um, but I I don't know how you write jokes, but I would write every single word is how I write jokes. I don't just write ideas. Yes. I have to write every single word out and then I just memorize it and then go through it that way. But I just I think through through years of like uh coaching I think really helped because once I once I became a coach, I had to talk to parents and then talk to these kids and make impromptu speeches at halftime and before the game. Like all these things like helped me um, just be be up there and be more confident. Because I never, I was totally the opposite when I was in high school. Shy, never talked to anybody. I didn't like any of that stuff. Right. But I totally flipped it, and I think the coaching had a lot to do with it. Yep. But I just, I, I really enjoy it. And and one thing that stands out is when you had those shows in Finley.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I forget what that place was called, but I
2: remember. Oh, it was the upstairs. gathering. Yeah, that was. A, yeah, that worked out because we were doing marketing for them, and oh, then okay. I was like, I know all these comedians. Let's have a stand up night. So like that's really how that me hosting a comedy. It was just a client. Yeah. yeah.
1: But but it was fun. I remember one specifically where you had whatever number of comedians. Somebody was up there, and you came to me. and He goes, um, "This this person's dying right now. You can you go next?" You <laughs> gotta, you gotta, and then that put a little pressure on me because you're like, "You got to save the show." You save the show. I'm just glad
2: it wasn't me dying out there right now. And I think what made uh. it what
1: made it a little worse for me is that you had asked me. Like a two months before to do that show, where I asked you, yeah. and then you asked me to come back, and I was like why well, don 't I mean I have pretty much the same material, and it doesn 't matter so so that 's what I was a little nervous about too, but even after that, there was some people there that were at both shows, and I asked them. I was like, how'd you like it? He goes, oh, it was great. I go, you didn't mind that it was like the same stuff? He goes, no, because it was really good and I enjoyed it. So I see, don't care.
2: that's what my problem is. I think every time I do an open mic somewhere, I got to have all fresh material instead of keep working Never. that same material no. over and over again. Like the dad alien story should be a consistent thing that I'm telling people. Yeah, <laughs> like, because that's yeah, like, that's a weird yes. childhood story, right? And, and like, that's how
1: it gets better by yes. doing it over yes, and over. Yes. And those open mics aren't. I never use open mics for the people in the crowd. I use open mics for me because mostly of the people in the crowd, it's usually the seven other comedians that are on the open mic. you know. Right. But I always use that for me. Like, okay, I want to change this thing. I just want to get it out see what it sounds like. And if I get some laughs, cool. And if I like the way it sounds, then I'll try it at another show, you know, where there's more people.
2: How do you go about – so if you, you're going around, you're doing the open mic thing, that's the only part of the scene I've been in. Mm-hmm. How do you get booked for, like, a gig? Uh,
1: so it's just – it's knowing people that have those spots. Mm-hmm. Um, I never ask like, "Hey, can I be on your paid show?" You know, people right. ask me to be on open mics. Yeah, I'll be on an open mic. Um, but like, I did the one at Clotta that Keith Bergman ran. He yeah. asked. He asked me to be on that one uh, for a couple couple reasons. Um, a he thought I was good enough to be to do twenty minutes. Yeah, and and I bring people to shows if they're around here because I have all my family and friends are here. That's right. So I think that plays a big part into it too. Like I know people, so the show would be full. Yeah. Um, But it's it's for me, it's just waiting for people to ask me because I was I'm never confident enough to be like, hey, I'm good enough, can I go on your paid show? Right. You know. And and I only did it. I think I got paid three times, um, but two times with Keith. Keith took me one time into Michigan to be the opener or to be the MC. Okay. um, So that was cool too. But all these other shows, I like when people ask me to be on their open mics because it makes me feel like they like me. You know, well, yeah, you're good. very
2: good at it. Yeah. Very good Thank at you. it. Yeah. So, so it was. It I remember was the fun, first yeah. time I ever heard you do stand up. I was like, "What? This guy's been hilarious. <laughs> I've known him the whole time. I should have been hanging out with him, not the car salesman."
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, another one I remember because I was I was trying to tell my wife um, who you were, and she's like, "Did I ever see her?" I go, "Yeah, probably. We did one at. uh She said it was a Mancys, and like, oh yeah, the bottle there, shop. Yeah, we did yeah, one yeah, yeah. there." Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. So that was a cool one, too. I like that one.
2: Yeah, that uh, was a cool one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: My, I, think, remember my, I think my dad walking in, he goes, uh, is there anywhere to sit down? I was like, sorry, man, you got to stand in aisle two over here. You know, you'll be all right now.
2: <laughs> I told George Mancy, I was like, we're going to trash this place up tonight. And he was like, whatever, have fun. <laughs> it was
1: fun, though. I really liked it. I liked it. It's I, I liked it. Comedy. Yeah. It was just on the lower list of things of all the things I do. It was just yeah. on the lower lower yeah. end.
2: So, it is cool. You should do it more.
1: I, you know, I want to, but I do all this other other things. And then yeah. winter comes, and I feel like from August first to whenever football ends, it's all football. And then once yeah. winter comes, I, then I I try not to do things because I want to be with them because I've been gone, you know, for with football. So yep. Yep. football all is seven matters. days a week. Yep. So even today, usually we meet online, uh, but today we are meeting in person. So we it's just meetings and practices and stuff so it, it takes time and that's one thing i just plus I, more things i'm getting into now is like like i talked about before mentoring kids and talking to kids i i used to be able to go into the pearsberg junior high i had mondays off so i'd go into the junior high all day and talk to kids at lunch yeah um i uh I applied for this job at the Perisberg Heights Community Center to be a reading supervisor for, for kids that come in this reading program and stuff. Oh, so that's awesome. That's things that I'm more into yeah, now. Yeah, you know? that's
2: your heart's passion. Yeah, yep. so
1: I'm trying to do that. And then all this other stuff plays into it, like being able to talk to people and being able to be funny and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, people like that stuff. So, Yep, they yeah. do like it. So, Well, uh, before we go, uh, where can people find your stuff?
2: Well, go to girlsgirlsmedia.com. It'll tell you all the ways to listen to that. Podcast slash radio show. And if you want to work with us and you need some advertising, visit 424degrees.com. And then I'm the only Meredith Solo on all of social media. My last name is S O L E A U. Friend me. Yeah.
1: Awesome. And I'll put uh, links to those websites too in the show notes. Okay. So, all right. All right, Meredith. Well, it was great to see you. Thanks uh, for for coming on the podcast.
2: It was awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah. All right.
1: Thanks to my guest, Meredith Solo, for being on the podcast today. She had a lot of helpful helpful information about podcasting starting your own businesses and it can be a scary thing and she trudged right through and she's creating an empire over at girls girls media so uh thanks uh meredith please rate review and subscribe to this podcast it means the world to me if we can get this podcast off the ground and running you don't have to share the whole all the episodes just share one you like uh one podcast uh, if you share one, could turn into a subscriber down the road. So any little bit helps. Uh, my my Gmail is thenerdballpodcast at gmail dot com. I'm on all the social medias: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Find me at Twitter at thenerdballpod. Instagram is thenerdballpodcast, and Facebook is a page at thenerdballpodcast. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cut a Fish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, another episode of The Princess Pod. Lil, thanks for allowing me to be on your podcast. Mine? Yeah, it's, it's The Princess Pod.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Dog into the microphone, though. Thank you. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, what, what, how was your week this week? Good. Right here. Good. It was good? Yeah. What was anything cool happened this week for you? Nothing? So what are we talking about on the podcast today? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Oh, well you wanted to be on. Wait, wait, You wait. said you've been waiting all morning to be on and now you wait. have nothing to say?
0: Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, go. Wait. Go. I have two question.
1: What? <gasps> <laughs> well, you got to talk. Do you poop a lot? No, we can't talk about that.
0: <laughs> no, mama said I could.
1: I poop a normal amount. <laughs> what about you? Do you poop a lot? Yeah. You think you do? Do you and your friends talk about how much you poop? <laughs> no? Oh, okay. All right. Hilarious. How was breakfast this morning? Good. Yeah, you went out to eat? Yeah. Yeah. What'd you mm. have again?
0: Bacon and tap.
1: You love bacon, huh? Is that if, if you have your what's your favorite mm-hmm. yeah. what's your favorite breakfast food, do you think? Bacon. Bacon? What about the potatoes I make for you? Is that are those good or are you Yeah, bad? those are good. Those what are about good. next time? I I, have- I uh I'd make bacon and then fry the potatoes in the bacon grease
0: and, oh. then, and then
1: mix it together. What do you think about that?
0: That th- sounds so good. Yeah? It yeah.
1: does? Yeah. Yes. Make sure we're in front.
0: Oh, I have to tell you something. Okay, go. We have this thing when our row when we have like a party, um, because our road is done, all of them, me and my friends... Are going to do a performance yeah. of baton and and we're gonna do we're gonna throw out candy and we are going to do rodeo one two we're gonna do a silly a rodeo and a dance
1: do you think is that still is that party still gonna happen or that parade yeah. you think so I think okay. yeah it's
0: not really a parade we're it's just, just a going, show yeah we're just gonna um like perform it and into the microphone I'm gonna say. Hey everyone, listen up! Listen up. Hello, <laughs> listen up. Okay. But <laughs> I um so um I go first, then Vivian, and Mateo, and okay. then we all say our favorite colors, then our foods. Hey,
1: aren't when are you, aren't you singing the national anthem too?
0: Don't.
1: Oh, you don't I want to talk didn't about say it? Say
0: anything about that?
1: I thought that's what you were doing. You yes, were practicing.
0: Yes, I, I am.
1: Okay, so but that's supposed but, to be a surprise or what? Yes. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. Cut, cut that part out.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: uh, well, that's cool. That's, that's something to look forward to.
0: And we have a rubber band sale on the weekends. Yeah. Maybe like basically, uh, basically every su- sun- Sunday. And next next week is my birthday. Or... Yeah. 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 Ne- next Sunday. Yeah, because it's my birthday in a week. Yeah. Because well, days. yeah, because
1: we record on a Sunday. But this podcast will go out next Thursday, so so your birthday will be three days away when this podcast goes out.
0: Really? Yeah. So I'm serious. <laughs> um, can we can we do a podcast on my birthday?
1: Yeah. Yay! I think so. Wait, is your birthday on a Sunday? Is that Sunday or is it a yeah, Saturday? It's a Sunday. Are I you think. Are you sure? I think. My Let's guess. see. Let's can, see. PJ? Uh, yes, it's on a Sunday. Yes. Yeah.
0: Or we can just do it on Saturday if it was on, if my birthday was on a Saturday. We can just do it, just me and you, and we can, like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well. We have this rubber band sale.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, we do it on Sundays, just like I said. And we sell, for kids who have birthdays, we sell out special, special ones that we can put charms on, or we can make them all, like, bright, or, like. Confetti colors. Oh wow! Like it, like like it's a, like like the doubles that I have. Yeah. Do you know the doubles? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we have a lemonade stand. We can make it extra sweet or extra lemony. Nice. You, you never tried the lemonade. We made. I did try. I just you don't did? buy it
1: from you. I try it in here before it goes outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All
0: right.
1: Hey, well, we got to go because we got to get ready to go to Mateo's football games. Um let's do an uh, I want to do a new outro. Well, first of all, we have to go, so let's say goodbye to everybody. Bye. Say, say bye fans. Bye fans. What are you gonna call your it's the princess pod. What are you gonna call your fans? Princesses? The the princesses? The
0: little pretties.
1: The little pretties are your fans. I know,
0: but
1: what if they're boys? Both... That's okay, that's okay. They can be pretty too.
0: Then they then then they can be little princesses. I mean, I mean, little princess. (laughs) All right, so say goodbye, everybody. Bye.